What's up, everybody? I'm Danielle. And I'm Rob. Welcome to Streamiverse, a 10-minute podcast rooted entirely in spite. We used to be a podcast about Quibi, but they sent us a cease and desist. So now we talk about everything that streams. Quibi's not the only game in town, honey. We're all stuck at home for the foreseeable future, so let's watch some trash together. Here's what's going on today in the Streamiverse. A bomb has been dropped. New York Mag dropped an absolute killer piece today, and the internet is blowing up. Everyone's scouring the article and posting screenshots of quotes. I have, me and Danielle were going back and forth all day today just laughing about all the different <laughs> little pieces of it that we liked. And uh, this comes right after our decision to officially cancel our subscriptions of Quibi after 90 days. Yeah. A bittersweet ending. I mean, yeah, we want to be totally honest with you guys. We had episodes recorded, but once we saw this article came out, we were like, trash the episodes. We need to talk about yeah. this. And full disclosure, we actually were interviewed by Ben Wallace for this um, piece. We obviously didn't make the final cut, but I'm not mm -hmm. even upset because it's so good. It's so good. Like major it's got all props. The juice. Yeah, major props to Benjamin Wallace of New York Magazine. He did a really nice job of, you know, getting all these little tiny bits and pieces that haven't been talked about yet and also so good. Shedding light on all of this these little nuances that have gone on in the Quibi uh journey over the past year and even further back years before when it was called new tv exactly what a journey it has been yeah. i almost it made me almost feel like a johnny come lately only getting on board with quibi when katzenberg has clearly had this idea uh in the back of his mind for a while yeah there are just so many fun little nuggets that we need to talk about in this article and i just want to like quick shout out the last thing I watched on Quibi before my subscription expired and I did not renew was the Princess Bride reenactment and I thought it was actually pretty cute. I did not watch it because <laughs> I'm not interested. Um <laughs> but I did see that they just released uh you know well they just put out a trailer for Kevin Hart's new show and they also put out the first episode of Hello America on social media for everyone to watch for free and I did watch it and I actually like it and I like um, Nish a lot and I also think that this will be a good show for Quibi to keep itself fresh and have stuff to post outside of the app just be real Rob you texted me and you said this could be a turning point for Quibi I said this could be a boon for Quibi yeah I think that, same diff. I think that I think that Hello America could be a boon for Quibi because I think that it's a way I think that it's the first show that isn't a bunch of fluff for right. them, you know, and it's actually relevant every time it comes out and you can it's funny, people love sharing videos like that and they can post it on, you know, social media and it could, you know, get shared around and be a viral piece of content instead of just a show locked in the ether of Quibi's app. Exactly. Listen, we'll see. They also sent out that recent email that pretty much spelled out that they were trying to make it a more sharing friendly operation. So, yeah, but they also sent, late. we don't know. <laughs> they also we're going to get to the we're going to get to the article 
30 seconds, people. Oh, just yes. relax. Yes. Get calm, calm yourselves down. Just get a glass of polar spring seltzer and relax. Sit back, sip, get a sippy sip, mm. and, and just get ready for the show. But that Quibi also sent me an email today uh, begging for me to come back. They said, please come, <laughs> come back to Quibi. And then underneath it, was a picture of Rachel Hollis. <laughs> and I was like, that's the worst thing you could have sent me. <laughs> Smiling <laughs> no. like the devil. <laughs> the white devil. Um, and uh, it really felt like Rachel Hollis was saying it to me. It was like, come yeah. back, come to mama. Come to mama. Resubscribe, <laughs> baby boy. <laughs> and sh- <laughs> oh, God. Shockingly, that did not get Rob to want to do that. But nope. okay, we know you guys want to talk about the New York Magazine piece let's just start chatting about it it's let's, called let's break it down it's called is anyone watching quibi and basically the piece tells you nope but how did we get here here's how we got here with two founders one of whom is jeffrey katzenberg and the other whom the other who when you ask her <laughs> what kind of tv show she likes to watch says i'm not really entertainment minded i liked watching the biography of Grant on the History Channel. And I said to Rob, I actually kind of respect how honest she is about how completely wrong she is for running this company. Love to have a CEO that is considers themselves <laughs> to not be an entertainment enthusiast, uh, for- <laughs> but happens to run an entertainment company. I mean, it is just... I had to respect it. It's just so insane. I don't think I can respect it at all. The honesty. She couldn't have said. I'm like, you're she insane. Couldn't have said the, even a better, even a, it's just so honest. The I'm, threads I'm shocked. of reality are unraveling right before us. <laughs> <laughs> to not even say like, to not even pull us Sarah Palin and say like, I couldn't choose. I watch it all. Like, just, just make something. something up. Just say Parks and Rec. I don't even care. <laughs> lie to me. I would rather them lie you than just say lie. Grant. And I then think her it's commentary on, and then you know her commentary on what you know the show Grant was. She goes, "It's about Grant." <laughs> <laughs> well, and that's why I like it. It's the- about Grant. The piece delves into, you know, how it's run by these two absolute powerhouses of their of their respective industries, how she was supposed to bring the tech and he's supposed to bring the content and how in their new office, there was basically a line between North and South Korea. You don't cross the line. And and like that makes sense to me. Like, sure, I don't obviously I don't trust Meg fucking Whitman with what I should be watching on TV. Maybe yeah. I trust the man who brought us Who Framed Roger Rabbit a little bit more. So that's, mm-hmm. in a way, it's fair. Yeah. She doesn't care. She was like, she cares about the numbers. She cares, yeah. show me the metrics, which this um, we also learned a lot art- about. Oh, About what? About how Meg says, show me the metrics. And Jeffrey says, I trust my gut. Yeah, this is, this is a clear defining... Um, <clears throat> it's a uh, what, what would we call it? It's a it's a microcosm of their entire relationship. This this little quote, and you know Jeffrey is going around. He's he's making all these intuitive decisions, and she's going, "Where's the data? Show me. We, where's your research? Where's yeah. the market research?" And he's just yeah. like, "I just know. <laughs> <laughs> How the fuck do you know? 
It's and so you, hard. And then me and Danielle fought about this a little bit yeah. in, in uh, our own little chat. We did. Because and I was like, I was like, yeah, this explains everything right here. This is like we uh, we've literally so many people have said it. We've said it on our podcast. We're like, who the fuck did any market research for this product at all? I know We're nobody. Yeah, but and, and and then you chimed in with yeah. Here's the thing. I've turned a little bit of a corner on JCats where I'm just like. Of course. I mean, we've already said this. We've said his ego is what everyone's ego is what's getting in the way of this whole thing. Right. Mm -hmm. But when he talked about how, like, say you were the person behind who framed Roger Rabbit and you saw it and you thought you saw the script or you saw the storyboards or whatever. And you said, this is going to be a hit. And every single person was telling you this is going to be a flop. This is dumb. Why would you do Mm -hmm. this? No one wants to see whatever live action combined with animation it'll never work you're dumb you're an idiot you should just quit the industry and he just yeah. single-mindedly said no i think it's gonna be great and then guess what he created one of the best movies of all time mm-hmm. truly i love that movie and I-, I don't know who doesn't it's so good and same for beauty and the beast same for lion king if he went through this every single time with all of these hit projects he's made and he's had some flops too let's be real but if you went through that every single time, you also would say, I don't care. I've been right about all of this other stuff with everyone telling me I'm wrong. I'm going to be right about this again. Because at that point, you just have to be so drunk on your own Kool-Aid. You have to. So I yeah. get that. Yeah, sure. I mean, we What makes we can Quibi all, different? What makes we it can different? All, we can all understand why he would feel like he's a genius, you know? Because he but is in a way. Well, in a way, that's the key word. That's the key <laughs> phrase right there is in a way, because the skills that transfer from creating hit animation movies don't necessarily transfer over to curating an entire streaming service that's supposed to reinvent Hollywood. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So he may be a genius, you know, in one aspect, but it seems like he just didn't put his genius to work. Oh, shoot. We ran out of time. But don't worry. We'll be back every weekday for the rest of your lives. To see how this conversation ends, tune in next time on Streamyverse. And don't forget to rate, subscribe, and share with your favorite stream millionaires. See you in the streamy.